Welcome back to the Shaw's Law Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Rob. I have Jordan here. Uh, we're going to break down teams heading into the 2018-19 season. Um, what do we want to call this? Uh, Shaw's Law Breakdown? 2020? Oh, no, 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 no. We're in 2018. Next year will be 2019. <laughs> um who knows what we're going to call this, but here we'll just give you like the template of how it's going to go. We'll give you the team, their record last year. Do we think they'll be better than last year? Their playoff, uh, will they make the playoffs, yes or no? Um, notable addition, additions and subtractions. And then um, a few key talking points on the team. Um, without further ado, let's start with the Hawks. So their last year's record was 28 and 58. Um, I think, I don't think they'll be better than last year. How about you? No, I don't think they'll be better. Um, playoffs? Not a try. It's going to be a no for me, dog. Um, additions Trey Young, Kevin Herter, Amari Spellman, Alex Lynn, Jeremy Lynn, and Miles Plumley. Uh, notable subtractions Dennis Schroeder. Um, so the first thing that comes to mind with the Hawks is they added a lot of shooting, uh, for coach, uh, for new coach Lloyd Pierce. Um, it's no secret that the GM comes from the Golden State front office and he's taking a swing at creating like baby Golden State East. It's not exactly the same thing, but like Trey Young got a ton of Steph comparisons. Um, Herder's best comp is probably Clay. And then Amari Spellman isn't Draymond, but he he's kind of, he's a Draymond like guy. Yeah, it's not perfect, but I get it. And if you want to just take this analogy one step further, they got rid of Schroeder because they were like, Mm-mm, "Not Montaigne Steph again, not Montaigne Steph again," because like Schroeder's kind of hard to play with. You know what I mean? He seems like he has one of those weird personalities. He's a dude that just thinks he's better than he is. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Oh, okay. But, like, not only does he think he's better than he is, like, some guys, like, will talk like that. He's, like, a guy who really plays like that. I'm actually really interested to see how him and Russ mesh. I think uh, you don't think it'll be a good fit, kind of? Like, they're going to need someone just to get the ball out of, like, Russ. Like, he'd be, like, the third dude. I think he has a real chance at sixth man of the year. Yeah, me too. I think it would actually, he gets to play for, like, Someone who's actually all right, and uh, who I think I was listening to Zach Lowe, and I think he was making some good points of saying, like, you need a dude that's kind of like Reggie Jackson ish. Yeah, but who's like also has that D Waiters, and then Reggie Jackson had that uh, confidence. That, too, yeah, that, that kind that of swagger. better than they actually are. Because I felt like sometimes I feel like Russ, you could kind of like overthink and play, and like, damn. If I messed this up, maybe I should just swing it to him. You kind of want to stay out of his way. All right, but wait, we don't want to get too far off on the Thunder. Man. All right. But that is like the perfect Hulk segment. They're so boring that you wind up talking about another time team in their time. You're thunder. like, yeah, let, let's just go to the Thunder. <laughs> um, Bazemore is going to be a hot name in trade talks. I actually thought he was going to be a hot name last year. But, like, uh, the smart the smart NBA people uh, really think that Houston's going to make a push for him. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... They're going to kind of need someone for like to replace like Trevor Ariza. They're going to need more 
like three and D dude. So yeah, and he's yeah. probably not as good on defense, but he's also. I'd I'd rather him dribble the ball than, Ariza. Like Ariza was really. Oh, I didn't shoot three. I heard him swinging it back around. Yeah, he's probably a little bit of shot creator, but they just need dudes that are gonna be like that. And like yeah, because they lost Mama Mute and Ariza. So I think the only one they have like that is still Tucker, right? Yeah, and Tucker's not really that great with perimeter guys. Well, at least in my opinion. Like he's more of perimeter defender right now though. He pro uh James Ennis is gonna be good. He was with Memphis. I know who he is. Um what do you like about the Hawks? Mm. I like that they have a, like a sense of direction. They're not just out here. That's kind of just. I feel like they're still gonna say like just throw the ball out there and like let's go play and see what we got with the young boys. But like they kind of have like a nice little core like that you mentioned like with the fake little warriors. And then so you were that... big on John Collins going into last oh, yeah, year's I draft. About uh, John Collins, yeah, he's gonna be good. I like him. So like they have like they're not. Even though, like, they're in tank mode and you can see they're trying to figure things out, like, you can, I like when a team's in tank mode, but they have a sense of direction. They're like, all right, we're in tank mode, but we're building towards this. This is how our style of play is going to be. And now we're just going to, they're going to see if, like, Trey Young and uh, Spellman, yeah, Herder, and those Collins. other guys, like, if they can, if they can build around, around that. Dudes, yeah. And, like, they have shooting, and that's probably the biggest, that's the most important thing in today's NBA, right? shooting and like they have it i think jeremy lynn is going to be somebody that's going to play going to teach uh trey young a lot of stuff but also can see them playing a lot of minutes together like lynn playing is off each other yeah, yeah lynn is somebody that's proved that he can play both backcourt spots in the league yeah it's really going to rely heavily on like trey young like the one thing it's going to be like it's going to be fun just to watch him like have his ups and downs through the season because i feel like he's going to have a lot of downs, but like when he's having those few ups, you're gonna be like, "Man, this dude is fun to watch." Is there, is there gonna be a point early in the season, maybe after like ten games, where he gets it going and he's going for, maybe he goes for five straight games of twenty-two and ten. Like I think he has that kind of. He's on a hot streak. He's in his zone. He's going right now. Like the Hawks are probably still gonna be losing those games. But he could put up really, really huge numbers. I could kind of see that, but I feel like he's gonna struggle like early on. I feel like once he ever figures it out, like he's gonna put it together like a nice little stretch of games. But I feel like early on, you I think ten like, is too soon? I feel like he's. I know he's gonna. He's gonna be turnover prone. Like, oh my god! Is he well, I'd be? I'd venture to guess that if we I, could a, better, a lot of he could point out. Yeah, but turnover. I think you're right. He's probably gonna lead the league in turnovers. I could definitely see that easily. Well, like, it's normally a rookie point guard. He's going to have a lot of freedom. And and his light is going to be super green. And you sort of... I feel like it's just going to take him a while to figure it out. I said 10 games because, like, I want to say, like, more games in, he'll figure it out. But his body worries me that by, like, game 45, he's not going to pull that off because his body's just not... Used to the grind. Used to the grind. It's kind of small... I don't know what kind of rookie season he's going to have. It's like, I can't... I want to lean to say, like, he's going to, like, struggle, honestly. I think I'm the other way. I think he's just going to have the ball so much, and he's just going to have his light so green that he's going to put up at least counting stats. Like, he might be somebody who puts up good numbers, 
But like once you break them down with like the smallest sample of analytics, you're like, oh yuck. Yeah, I I, I kind of see that because like he's electrifying and like he's gonna have he can shoot. I don't know. I just feel like I feel like it might take him a little bit of while to like figure it out. And uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the trade for Doncic. Like a lot of people had uh, Luka Doncic number one or two on their board. So when he was available at three and the Hawks took him to trade him, uh, there was pushback from a lot of NBA media. What say you, Jay Shaw? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't a huge Luka fan. So wasn't no pushback for me. Actually, I think Trey Young could be really good. I just think they're going to have to be patient with him. And I just think it's going to like take him some time. I feel like... He's so electrifying, and everyone's going to be kind of... He was so good that, like, when you get to a certain level when you're so good, people just kind of, like, start to tend to hate for some reason, which is Like, weird. they start nitpicking, they like, start, every like, little thing you he's do. He's not going to do this next level. He can't do this. So, like, I feel like he's going to have... Like, when he's having the downs, everyone's going to be like, I told you so, I told you so. But, like, just be patient with him. I think they'll be all right. And I needed to see, like... Trey Young was over in the U.S., so I never watched a full game of Luka, and I only watched highlights. I know you're not supposed to go off that, so, like... It's going to be, from what I saw, I just thought he was, like, a little bit slow and overrated. We talked about it before, so I don't want to get back on that tent, but I wasn't mad with the trade. All right, and uh, did you like Kevin Herter? Maryland yeah, it, kid, he can... uh, Yeah, I know who he is. Uh, I, don't, I don't I feel like he could be a nice role player. He's, like, a prototypical shooter. Like, he has the size, he can shoot it, but, like, he, he doesn't do much that pops off the page at you or at least in my opinion like he's he, he's somebody that but i like, wouldn't be surprised but, if he had but, like a solid 12 year nba career okay i can see that um how tall is he like six seven i want to say right yeah there. like he's he has the he has the nah, right i know size he was mad tall and could shoot um he's from albany that's taste man's yeah i know, I know yeah and no then, of them told me and i i absolutely love amari spellman I liked him too. Like he's he kind of has potential like steal of the him. draft for me. He's big, he can shoot it really well, but like he's also bouncy around the rim. Yeah, it has like a might be able to like help side come on with like rim Stuff protector. Your junk. Yeah. And I like, think him and John Collins could be really too, fun. So like it does seem like he kinda I feel like he might be able to move his feet well, but like recover good. He's just He's like just him. a good basketball player. Like, that's probably the best way to describe him, right? Yeah, he's nice. All right. That's more than anybody's probably going to talk about the Hawks all season, if we're being honest. So let's move into the next team in our list. Your boys. The North Carolina Boston Duke Celtics. Right. Blue Devils. We have two Duke guys. And they're their two best players. Well, well Horford. Hay- yeah, Horford, I know. Yeah. I said, I was, no, I was going to say, what about Hayward if he gets back? And he's right. Okay, they're the two players that everybody wants to watch. I don't ever remember anybody being like, yo, 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 turn on them Horford highlights. <laughs> Hayward. <laughs> no, why do you keep saying Horford? I want to say Hayward, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward's actually nice. Gordy. Gordy. Yeah, yeah, I love Gordy. Right. How many times have you watched Gordy highlights? Honestly, Gordy got a. Uh, I, I just answer the question. Don't honestly uh, me. How many times you watch Gordy highlights? A lot, cause I like chase down blocks, and he's the only one that I know can chase down blocks. <laughs> he has so many chase down blocks. All right, so the team is the Boston Duke Blue Devil Celtics. Nah, Boston Celtics. Last year's record: 
55 and 27. Better than last year for you. Yes or no? I'm going to say yes. I took yes. Playoffs. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> um... Additions: Robert Williams with the twenty seventh pick, and I and sort of Gordon Hayward. I put him in parentheses because they got all of six minutes of him. I was gonna say you kind of have to like say him just because he didn't play any of the season, and if you're gonna take them for more games, yeah. Um, Significant subtractions: none. Greg Monroe, but he sucks, so he doesn't count. Um. Are they the favorite in the East to you? Excuse me. Yes. Um, do you think anybody had a better summer than them without doing anything? Without doing anything? What do you, that's a tough question. I, well, I, okay. Well, here who, was my who, thought who, who, who do you think had the best summer? I was, was going to say. Who are you going to say? I know who I'm going to say. I'm going to say Boston Celtics, and they didn't do anything. Like, you think they had the best out of everyone? I was just going to say the Warriors. They had fucking Boogie. Anytime you have the first off, they're already a cheat code. And then if you can add Boogie B, and not only, I don't know, I'll say that to Okay, well, my thought later. process is they got two All-Stars back. Um, LeBron just left the East. And they didn't lose anybody. Like, they were, okay. Well, they didn't control LeBron leaving the East. You can't. But, be- like, that, that helps their summer. Like, I think that's what moved them to the favorite in the East, don't you? Or you would have yeah, picked I, them I, as the favorite if LeBron would have came back this year on the same Cavs team that came back. Yeah, I, I would have took the. I think the uh, Celtics should have been the favorite. I, I still would have picked the Cavs. Maybe not favorite uh, regular season, but like to make the finals, I think I still would have just stayed with LeBron. Yeah, like until it happened, like until he lost, I don't think I would have been. LeBron was on his last leg this year with the two best players. I'm getting the hell out of here. I don't want to hear it. I hear you, but I, I think I would have just... No, I'm not mad what you're taking him, but I just think... I, before they added Boogie, I was going to say, I feel like the Celtics have like a real shot at the chip. Um, last year, uh, the injuries really allowed Brown and Tatum to get giant reps in big spots. Yeah, it did. And I think that, to me, that really s- sped up the... Development? The, the window for this team. Like, you know how they say, yeah. well, the window, the championship window is X... I feel like maybe if Hayward plays all last year and Kyrie's there for the playoff run, their window is slightly open. But, like, getting Tatum and Brown, those giant reps as, like, the two best – well, not two best uh, because Rozier was probably a better offensive creator than Brown for a bulk of the playoffs. But even getting Rozier those reps, getting those young guys those reps in that big spot and then adding in – two all-stars in the prime of their careers. Just everything. The biggest question right now is, are they going to be able to mesh? And then they got the best coach in the league, or the second best coach in the league. They have one of the best coaches in the league. And Brad Stevens has made, like, way worse guys look good. Like, like way no, worse guys. Say, I thought you were going to say Marcus Smart. They got Marcus Smart back, right? They got Smart back. I, you, I know you hate him. Yeah, I'll go with that. I was going to, like, defend it and be like, I don't hate him. But, yeah, we can just stick with that. I'm cool with that. He's just not for me. I mean, I could – I don't know, man. I don't think they're going to have a problem meshing together. I I, I, feel, I think Stevens does such a good job of making everybody feel like they're a part of everything. 
Are yeah. you taking them for the best record in the East? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, why? Who you? You Raps? No, I I worry about the Raptors actually. Oh. Um. I think they're. I, just, I feel like I'm the East is so them. bad, and like like you said, like the East is just talent like deprived. Like LeBron left, so that's bad. I mean, the only other team that really is okay is like Philly the, and the Raptors. You know who I think is gonna have a better year than people think? The Pacers. I don't want to talk. I'll talk about that later. But does okay if Tatum continues developing at the trajectory he's at and Kyrie and Gordon come back at 95% of what they were before they were hurt last year. And not only that, that they have firepower. It's just that they have firepower that can defend. They're really long and they're really deep. Like their bench is going to be good. How many like, of even the top when they 10 players guys that... in the East do they have? It depends where some people put Horford. I don't know if you top ten. Hold on, I would have to think. I but think like you would they, have to say, off the drum, the Sixers got two. Okay. Uh, Giannis. Three. Oladipo. I was yeah, gonna say him. Did um, we say Kawhi? We didn't say Kawhi. Right? We didn't say Kawhi. So that's five, right? Yep. What do you think of Larry? Uh huh. Larry. Kyle Larry. Kyle, Kyle Larry. Larry. Yeah, he's not in it. Right, or maybe so. he is in it because the East is so bad. But like he. Kyrie. Um, Afterwards, Tatum did like. I feel Tatum, like he made... Horford, Hayward. Like somebody we're missing is Porzingis. Oh yeah, but like I'm trying to scan through the whole East real quick. You, you're gonna get stuck and you're not gonna see a lot. <laughs> like I mean, maybe you think Blake Griffin's gonna have a resurgence. Man, like the East these... just. That's why I think they're just going to, like, kind of run... Like, even, like, when they sit guys and their bench is better than some dude starters, like, the East is really bad. Bad, um, bad. So, the depth you were talking about, is this the last year of that? Like, I think Rozier's gone next year. he got to be gone. He's gone. Um, maybe that's it, though. But they, they just resigned Smart. They, I, well, it seemed like the decision came down to Rozier or Smart this year. Like if you if you keep smart this year, you're agreeing to let Rosier go next year. Which I thought was smart. How do you? What do you think? I just feel uh, like you if need you have the Kyrie and your long term plan. You could play Marcus Smart and Kyrie together. And, and Smart to can guard so much, many yeah, more yeah. people. He's more versatile. And he makes he yeah. And I don't hate him. Just don't think he's that dope. But like in that role, next to a guy who like notoriously struggles defensively somebody you can put to guard both positions and then like he's like he's a dog he really is a dog mm, man thank you it's gonna be what do you think 60 uh, i might even think? go 62 yeah i guess yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's fine that's not too bad all right so what's the closing lineup like it's a big playoff game how do you close it out Depends what team you're playing, I feel like. Because I feel like you could go with, like... He has a lot of options, but, like... All right, so how about just the best five? It still depends, like, what team. Because I feel like if you're playing, like, the Sixers, you're going to have to need... You're going to need Horford out there. Well, I think Horford's always in their best five. Just because what he brings to the table, like... What did 2K call it? Defensive anchor? I do feel like he has that. 
I, I can see like certain lineups where like they close games out with like the four, I mean the like the three the three wings like Hayward, Tatum, and uh, Brown. Brown, and then Kyrie and, like smart. Or you think that's just too small for some lineups? But they're no, just no. Also, for some lineups, I feel like that's, that's what I said. I feel like, the but their best play. five, I think, is the three wings. Uh, so why aren't they playing someone like the Lakers? Because I feel like the Lakers would match that lineup. I could I could see them doing like Lonzo, Brown, Ingram, Kuzma. And then, like, Pope or whatever. Is that five? Or am I missing someone? But I'm saying, you see... I feel like like they could still keep Horford out there in that. Like, he's not the fastest guy, but he just... The way their defense works, he's the anchor for it. Okay. Like, I'd rather him than... I'd rather him be my rim protector than uh, relying on Brown or Tatum or Hayward consistently for, like, the... Yeah. All right, that's fine. All right, so this was our first two teams of our 2018-19 NBA breakdown. So that was your Atlanta Hawks and Boston Celtics. Thanks for listening. Peace.